0: Heckam World Weekly is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. Be sure to click on their banner on this page or visit openmortgage.com forward slash join hyphen us. The forces behind the sudden collapse of reverse mortgage funding. Mortgage bonds are cheap, but no one is buying. And a national political commentator is now facing charges of fraud of ripping off her mother in part by using a reverse mortgage. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of December 12th. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. What led to one of the nation's largest reverse mortgage lenders filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy? That's a question Reverse Mortgage Daily investigated in their exclusive report filed last Thursday. Four days before Thanksgiving, RMD reports, senior leaders at Reverse Mortgage Funding broke the bad news to staffers on a Microsoft Teams meeting. Mortgage originations would cease immediately as executives work toward a solution to the company's very serious financial problems. Then, on November 29th, Two more Microsoft team meetings took place, according to RMD. On the first virtual meeting, 472 employees were told that they were being laid off. At the other meeting, about 100 workers were giving marching orders to keep the company's operations functioning during the bankruptcy proceedings. Reverse Mortgage Daily interviewed over a dozen company executives and rival lenders for perspective, many of them attributing anonymously, and they described the lender's collapse as a, quote, perfect storm, which was triggered by rapidly increasing interest rates, tightening Federal Reserve monetary policy, and unforgiving regulations and credit markets. Each of those pushed RMF's parent company, Reverse Mortgage Investment Trust Incorporated, or RMIT, into an untenable financial position. Consequently, RMF's overall originations of HECM's and proprietary loans were heavily impacted in addition to its loan servicing and securitization providers. Reverse Mortgage Daily reports, as market conditions eroded profitability, RMF worked with its stakeholders to obtain more time to stabilize its liquidity challenges. However, by late October, the lender had fallen below its liquidity thresholds with its warehouse credit line providers. One expert familiar with warehouse lending operations said some warehouse lenders had created a quote-unquote watch list of lenders who have been struggling in the last six to nine months. One longtime executive speculated that RMF may have been overexposed in its proprietary reverse mortgage business and had also grown too dependent on Heckam to HECM volume and were highly vulnerable when the refi boom dried up earlier this year, RMD reports. Brett Ludden, who is the managing director of mergers and acquisitions at the advisory firm Sterling Point Advisors, told Reverse Mortgage Daily, looking at the data that I have on the reverse business, starting in the second quarter, there was a material decrease in reverse mortgage margins, more so than on the forward business. So the value of those loans decreased more rapidly, and the reverse mortgage business has a niche investor pool. That niche pool makes reverse mortgage lenders more exposed to sudden market changes. Now, these are just a few of the takeaways from Reverse Mortgage Daily's well-detailed report written in part by Chris Clow, and more details can also be found at ReverseMortgageDaily.com. In the meantime, several of Reverse Mortgage Funding's originators and operations staff have found employment with other industry lenders, while others continue to seek out new employment. Mortgage bonds are cheap, but no one is buying them. That, according to a recent column in MarketWatch, cheap, likely to get cheaper. And that, in fact, is the vibe of the roughly $8.7 trillion market for mortgage bonds with government backing. That is a key source of funding for U.S. homeowners. And heading into next year, according to the Bank of America Global Outlook, it's going to be a challenge in 2023. With a backdrop of uncertainty unleashed by the Federal Reserve's campaign to fight inflation through rapid and dramatic interest rate hikes, that has sputtered the housing market. It has also left investors who purchased these bonds sitting on the sidelines. A November Bank of America survey revealed that an overwhelming majority of investors, nearly 90%, indicated that government-backed mortgage bonds were undervalued when compared with U.S. Treasury's high-grade corporate credit and other assets. The Bank of America strategy team said that uncertainty for most of 2022 has resulted in crisis-level market volatility, which has sidelined many traditional buyers and necessitated the constant re-evaluation of rate and speed forecasts. We remain optimistic but cautious as we await clarity around the Fed's path on interest rates, which should eventually emerge in 2023." MarketWatch also reports that cracks have emerged in recent riskier parts of the U.S. credit housing market, including the collapse of home lender Reverse Mortgage Investment trusts, the parent company of reverse mortgage funding. Nevertheless, the Fed is expected to increase its benchmark policy rate by another 50 basis points earlier this month, and bond funds have been hit particularly hard, suffering outflows and continued investor skittishness, whether the Fed's most aggressive pace of monetary tightening and interest rate hikes in 40 years could land the U.S. economy into the ditch, otherwise known as a recession. And with the Federal Reserve unwinding its balance sheets, no longer purchasing massive swaths of mortgage-backed securities. Many are concerned about who will step in to purchase these securities. And in our final news segment, I've said over the last 13 years that the vast majority of reverse mortgage-related fraud comes from family. The Miami Herald reports that Kathy Aru, a journalist and former periodic Fox News guest known as the liberal Sherpa, has been arrested in Miami on accusations that she kidnapped and financially exploited her elderly mother. Aru 51 was booked into a Miami jail early last Friday on a host of felonies, including kidnapping, elderly exploitation and organized scheme to defraud. Miami-Dade police detectives have been trying to arrest her since June when a judge had signed a warrant for her arrest. But according to the Miami-Dade state attorney's office press release, she is believed to have been avoiding arrest and even took off to Mexico for a period of time. Aru, who also goes by Kathy Aru-Jones, remained jailed on Friday and is unclear whether she has retained counsel. Investigators say they believe Aru made off with over 200. $24,000 of her 88-year-old mother's finances, including the proceeds of a reverse mortgage from her mother's home. Investigators also believe Aru made bank withdrawals from her mother's bank accounts and opened credit cards in her name. This probe actually began three years ago in 2019 when state welfare investigators received a report that Aru was exploiting her mother and the home had been turned over to Aru via a quitclaim deed a document the victim denied ever signing, according to the press release. Aru later claimed that other people were exploiting her mother and that the woman had brain damage and dementia, reports said. Now, according to her online profiles, Aru in the early 2000s was the publisher of Catalina magazine, which was dedicated to, quote, breaking the stereotypes of Latinos in the U.S., And on her Fox News bio, which remains active on the network website, she also claims to have been a contributing editor for The Washington Post magazine between 2000 and 2012, dubbing herself the liberal Sherpa. She's also a podcaster and was a frequent liberal voice on Fox News, the influential right-leaning cable network. And that wraps up another episode of Heck'em World Weekly. This week, I'm coming to you from my temporary studios in ERAF, Louisiana, in beautiful Vermilion Parish. Apple users, don't forget that you can listen and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. If you have not done so already, be sure to visit heckemworld.com. There you can find our latest breaking video commentary and analysis. In fact, this week's video is entitled, A Day of Reckoning for Older Americans. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again next week.